You are now into film. I see, Nate. You're fond of me, lobster. Molly, you in danger, girl. Your ass looks like about 150 pounds of juke bubble gum piled, you know that? Say it, sir! I'm leaving, people. What do you mean, you people? What do you mean, you people? Huh? Now answer my question. Were you rushing or were you dragging? What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Film Code. My name is Phoenix Cloudon, and I'm very excited for today's episode. Of course, we are joined by our current code-breaking leader, uh, Brandon. Sir, how are you today? Man, I am good. I don't know why you keep using that word current because I just I'm just going I'm going to win this thing. So um yeah, so but yeah, it is gonna be back. It is gonna be talking more movies. I'm excited to talk about the one we're about to talk about. If you clicked on this episode, you'll know we're talking the menu. Mm-hmm. So I'm uh, really excited to dive into this in a few minutes. But uh but yeah, how are you doing, Phoenix? I'm awesome, especially because we are joined this week by a very special guest, uh Rachel from Rachel's reviews uh you I've been following you on Twitter for a long time now and I was so excited to finally get you on the show uh as you said uh off camera HCA member Utah Film Association member uh online association of film female film critics member and the thing that we we share in common is our undying love for Tick Tick Boom so that was the ultimate reason I had to have you on so uh, please welcome Rachel. Rachel, how are you? So- great. Uh, thanks for having me on. It's going to be great. We <laughs> made it through the the Twitter uh, Armageddon of 2022. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, you know, it still remains by the time we're done with this show. Yes. That would be great. <laughs> All right. So uh, like Brandon said, we are talking the menu. This uh just released uh starring ralph fines anya taylor joy nicholas holt uh hong chow uh this is a story about a a group of people they go to a isolated island to have dinner with a renowned chef and uh it turns out he's got other plans for them and uh hilarity ensues yes (laughs) so uh (laughs) I would love to know you guys' uh, thoughts um, before <clears throat> going into this, this movie, your expectations, because uh, I thought this trailer was fantastic. And I saw it like multiple times and I was like, you know what? I'm just super pumped for this movie. It just looks so intriguing and I'm really excited for it. So what were you guys' uh, thoughts going in uh, to the menu, Brandon? Yeah. Um, I mean, I've seen the, the I saw the trailer a handful of times when I was going to the movies to go see other films. And um, for me, I was like, okay, cool. I'm really excited for this movie. I I still have no clue what it's about because, like, I was like paying in and out attention of it. Because which, when it comes to trailers, I'm like, I'd rather see the film than focus on the trailer itself, you know. Mm-hmm. So, um, and so in that case, I was like, cool. I have no clue what this film is about. So going in, I was definitely surprised. So, all right, Rachel, what about you? Yeah, so I am not the biggest horror person. I have been trying to uh, expand my palette in the last couple of years, seeing more, uh, more 
horror slash thrillers. I watched the original Nightmare on Elm Street for the first time in October. Ooh. So that was exciting. <laughs> and I've, I've seen uh, Barbarian and uh, Black Phone nice. and the new Scream movie. Um, so I, I try, I've been trying to do better, uh, but it's not like usually in trailers and stuff. It's not the kind of thing that like initially piques my interest, I guess, because I am kind of new to the genre. Uh, but I, I, uh, I thought that it was going to have something to do actually with, I thought there was going to be a cannibalism angle mm -hmm. because we have seen oddly enough some of that this year mm -hmm. uh which is strange but um but so i thought oh that's what it's going to be they're going to end up having like blood sausage or something and it's going to be super <laughs> like Ugh. but it was super Ugh. but uh in the sense of it was squirmy this movie made me squirm uh it was did the tension very well i thought and it was funny uh so it you know did sell itself accurately in that way in the trailers I I 100% agree. The the tension and the humor worked worked pretty well throughout mm -hmm. the film. Um, yeah. All right. So uh, real quick, uh, non spoiler thoughts. Uh, just your overall impressions, Rachel. What did you think of the menu? So I really enjoyed it. I I struggled a, a bit with the ending. I felt like I wish that. I mean, just because I am who I am, and I. <laughs> I kind of wish there had been sort of a more triumphant ending, mm. you know, or them like winning. And, and, mm -hmm. and I mean, that's just my personality, who I am, but, uh, but nevertheless, I have to say that it's a movie. Originally I gave it a seven out of 10, which is a you know, pretty good score for me. Uh, my guy like cut off for fresh is, is the five. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's how I, how I do my system. And, and so seven out of 10 is a good score, but it, I think I might bump it up because it is one that's really stayed with me. I've thought about it a lot and, uh, and that's, that has to be uh, good for something. So I think I might bump it up to an eight. Nice. Yeah. Uh, I really, Brandon, I thought it was very good. Nice. Brandon, what about you? All right, Phoenix, I want you to quote my exact words on this for a little Instagram review, <laughs> a film where you start off with a very big appetite and want to eat leading into a, oh my God, I no longer want to eat this food because of um, what the chef explained it represents. <laughs> and then towards the end, you're hungry again. Nice. <laughs> I want you to quote Are word you? for word. I feel like I'm never going to eat a s'more again in my life. Like this movie ruined <laughs> s'mores for me. <laughs> oh, that you was mean, my you, favorite You mean part. you don't put restaurants in your s'mores? <laughs> <laughs> That was actually no. that was actually one of my favorite scenes too. I love the <laughs> the design of that. That was awesome. It was but, crazy. But yeah, oh I mean, non-spoiler thoughts. I I was really impressed with this film. Um, I think I think the head of uh, pacing wise, I think it worked very well. Yeah. Uh, I think Ralph Fiennes, or how do you how do you say his name? Ralph Fiennes, Ray Fiennes. It's, Ray, it's Ray Fiennes. Even Ray Fiennes. It's okay. Ralph. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, but yeah, he delivered a fantastic performance. Um, Anya Taylor Joy was incredible. Um, I love anything she's in. She's great. But um, I was definitely impressed with this film. I thought I was going to go in and just see. I, I was going and expecting something completely different. Like Rachel was kind of saying, just like kind of expected a horror aspect to it. Mm -hmm. But I mean, they did really well with this. Okay. Yeah, and I, I I do agree. I thought all the the acting was very well done. I particularly enjoyed Janet McTeer as this <laughs> as this critic. 
Yeah. I thought that <laughs> she was really funny. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, I thought she was really good that just her sort of disdain and <laughs> uh and the banter back forth with the other critic guy uh were really really enjoyable. I I I dug that. Um so I I uh I thought it was okay. <laughs> I was I'm like not as high on it as as some people seem to be, but uh I thought it was okay. My only issue with it was I was like the 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 trailer led me to believe that it was more of a a mystery and you know, a horror movie, I guess. And like that's fine. And we get to the movie and that's it's not really that, but at the same time I was like um the story that they're giving is tension filled and it's got a great pace to it and I'm so excited to see where it goes and then it just ends and it was just like I was like mm. to me it was it was too abrupt and too uh straightforward I guess for for what I thought they were setting up for the attention that it had I thought it was gonna go in a in some different direction maybe there would be a surprise where you know these people get away or or what we thought was happening wasn't really happening, but no, it, it was very much as they said it was. And so I was like, okay, that 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 to me hurt it a little bit because it, it didn't have that, you know, really anything else to it other than what it what it said. Uh which is fine, I guess, you know what I'm saying, for for any movie, that's perfectly fine. It just seemed like it was going in some direction and it, it never really decided to go there. But other yeah, I mean, I, like I said, I, I did dock it a little bit for the ending uh, because I wanted <laughs> I wanted a little more fight and a little more like, I don't know. I just think it would have been even better if you would. Well, I guess this non-spoiler podcast, because <laughs> uh, I just think it would have been even better with a little bit more of a triumphant ending for the for the diners. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I disagree. that's just my personality, you know, <laughs> that I like happy endings. <laughs> I disagree here. I'll get to that. I'll get to why I disagree in the spoilers section okay. of this. Well, it, yeah. I mean, I do want to say that, like, there were some great lines in this movie. Like, like great lines, great moments. I loved almost everything Ray, uh, Ray Fine said. I thought he was amazing in that role. I thought he was incredible. Um, I love it. There's a scene um, uh, where uh, Hong Chao says to one of the guests, "Like you'll 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 eat. What does she say? You'll eat less than you desire and more than you deserve." I was, uh -huh. like, I was like, Jesus! Like 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 just a very like intense scene. And I and I dug, I dug the whole concept. I just wish like some parts of the execution were done a little bit differently so that that's where i'm at with it all right but we want to we want to talk in depth so let's go ahead and break the seal and officially talk spoilers uh for the menu uh brandon kick us off what are your spoiler thoughts now for the menu what school did you go to brown, brown. <laughs> student loans yeah you're dying <laughs> my <laughs> favorite line <laughs> it makes no sense but it is so funny 
<laughs> that kind of threw me too. I was like, it's like, what does he have against Brown? <laughs> like, <laughs> or like student loans. Like, I think she said she didn't take him out. And he's like, yeah, you're dying. I'm like, what? Like, like, well, actually, no, that does make sense because he seemed to be very much against elitist society mm-hmm. and like and like the things that they value and the things that they don't appreciate. So like the fact that she was like, you know, I didn't like she didn't necessarily say that she didn't have to take out student loans, but the fact that she didn't for such a prestigious university, I think he was like, yeah, that that's why you're dying. That right there. <laughs> yeah. See, something I like for, for real though, like diving into spoilers. Um, I really, really enjoyed, like, like I mentioned, non spoilers, the pacing. Um, I think how they switched from meal to meal to different things happening of just like they needed to have that, like, like even having a scene of just like all of of all the ladies around the table talking with that one chef, and um, all the guys just running off and getting captured. They they made that work so they can have that little gathering between the two. They were able to separate each each party up and and divulge kind of a plot. So it's like some some needed exposition, and I thought that worked really well. So um, when it comes to the ending, though. I was really, I really liked how kind of abrupt it was, because um, this this film started with an opening shot of Anya Taylor Joy mm-hmm. waiting to go, waiting to board a boat, smoking a cigarette with someone who we assume that they're just boyfriend and girlfriend, or have some kind of love relationship. I honestly thought they were brother and sister at first, but that was me. I, <laughs> I, 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 I always assumed that they were lovers, but like. Uh, this is something I love is just like as the film progresses, you learn more about these characters that you don't assume that they you 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 give you get give you were given context clues of everything going on and you kind of piece it together in your mind. And then, boom, we switch the we switch the car up and here's what's actually happening with everybody. So. Yeah. Okay, no. um, yeah, I can see that. I mean, I. I... I uh, it's definitely a very like dark ending uh so you kind of have to be ready for that (laughs) yeah like I don't want to go all the way to the ending just yet but like yeah there's um I don't know if either of you saw the movie Pig with uh Nicolas Cage Uh uh-huh fantastic movie by the way like Brandon if you haven't seen it please check it out um but like uh there's a scene in that movie where you know he's talking to another chef and about his restaurant and he says to him like you know like these people don't really care about the food they care about you you know what i'm saying like you got to bring you to it you're just doing you're just going through the motions and that really like having seen that that really kind of ties into what i feel like they do did here with uh with the chef was that he had become so obsessed with with you know, producing great food and receiving this level of praise that he no longer really appreciated his craft or his art, or, you know, he didn't have that love for it that he once had. So that final scene where she like, you know, asked him for a cheeseburger, I thought was fantastic. Obviously we see a scene earlier where she's like looking through his photos and she sees like him smiling when he was like, you know, working as a cook in like a, a fast food joint. And like, that was like the last moment of true happiness in his life. 
And so she's like, yeah, why don't you just make me a cheeseburger? And I just thought that was brilliant. Like that to me was the strongest element of this film was this idea as a food worker myself, <laughs> like the idea of, you know, you go from fast food to casual to fine dining and, you know, you realize like, okay, you, if you really love this, you know what I'm saying? You lose a little bit of, of the love for it the further up you go because you're, you're more obsessed with craft than you are, you know, just feeding people. <laughs> well, and also the the kind of further along you get in your career, you end up managing people as opposed to actually like doing the craft. Like so often it's the the people that are in the uh, more manual labor that, that actually are doing the cooking in this case. Uh, whereas he is now sort of this manager of people and, uh, and, uh, and so he's kind of gathered together this group of people that for all different reasons kind of irritate him. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know what that kind of reminded me of him, like igniting, reigniting a spark for the cheeseburger. It reminded me of that scene from Ratatouille when the food critic yeah. takes the bite and it's just like, <laughs> oh, uh, childhood. Oh, uh, yeah. we're going to bring up Ratatouille. <laughs> that's a great yeah i love that scene so much (laughs) but like it's like we like we just mentioned like in the beginning you know like certain people are invited and then you're like okay cool maybe other people paid for this but the only person who paid for that meal was tyler (laughs) and he is he is a he's a character that i started i started off really liking and then the film (laughs) makes you hate that guy by the by the end and it's so funny I hated him all the way through, <laughs> like all the way through. And I'm like, when he told her to stop smoking, I was like, I was like, look, I don't like smoking either. But I was like, the, his reason was like, you know, it's going to ruin your palate. I was like, oh, shut up, dude. Like, like, uh, just, nerd. Like, like, right. Like food nerd. Get out of here. Like, <laughs> then he's taking pictures of the oysters. It was like, oh, like, oh, you're lame. Get out of here. I, I hated him. I hated and he him was like him. smacking her hand away, too. Right. He's like, my phone has to eat. He didn't say this, but like every influencer who posts about food is like, my food has to eat before I do. My phone yeah. has to eat. That's what it is. My phone has to eat. I like, but, I, I hated it. I love Nicholas Holt, but I hated that character so much. <laughs> yeah. But you know what's so funny is like when the film started, they start off with oysters. I don't eat oysters. I don't eat seafood. But oh my God, that made fantastic. me so hungry. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say there were some dishes in here. I was like, ooh. Oh yeah, yeah. You could serve that to me. <laughs> like, it's some really good. But stuff. the the whole uh, thing of the bread service without the bread that was funny <laughs> and was ridiculous. Like... <laughs> I loved it though because I'm like, I mean, it's 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 a great concept, you know. So like, just the idea, like, oh my gosh, used... I'm so annoyed. Yeah. <laughs> I just went to this. Uh, you know, I was in New York City and uh, visiting. Uh, I, I went to to dinner with a friend went to the ceviche place and everything was like foams and different i, I was just it just was not for me oh like yeah man some of that stuff i mean it's just it's like too fancy where you're like come on dude like it, like and like, you, you leave hungry like you feel like why did i just spent like a hundred dollars on right. dinner and i'm starving <laughs> 
<laughs> like and that's what made that's what made her like uh final monologue just like perfect because i'm like i know like as a guest in one of those fancy restaurants i'd be like bro if y'all don't bring me a burger or something like <laughs> like, like something i can actually eat like anything i'm like i'm like you're giving me yeah. gels and like you know like like you're giving me colors to eat like dude i want food like, yeah. <laughs> like you know what i did you know what i loved though is like as they're serving that like what was that the first course or the second course I mean, appet- they did appetizers the, and uh, was the, the first course <laughs> yeah but i find it so funny when the food critic she was like She's like, oh, look, there's a little thing right here. It's not full. And then they bring her an entire bowl <laughs> of oh, just yeah. that. Yeah. Like multiple times throughout well, the and night. That her uh that the um uh that the uh, that her uh what did they call it? Emulsion had had separated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That. Yeah, yeah the, it's the just, whole bowl. Yeah. And <laughs> something I loved about that is like like because they like further on they show that like she was responsible for shutting down a lot of restaurants that she reviewed. Mm. and like it, it was kind of sticking it to her of just like uh, like the convulsion is separated like tiny little things to mm-hmm. make a complaint about and like he noticed it he's like you know what screw you you're gonna keep getting more of this <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah no, i dug that that was a great dig at her and like and kind of like a great dig at food critics really is you know you find just the tiniest things to be like you know critical about and you know and you know every you know artist deals with with critics who are being like nitpicky and stuff like that and you know it, it it's got to feel good to be like oh you want to be a nitpick oh, okay well like today's the day where we don't really care you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? so like we're just gonna we're gonna shove it in your face uh, i thought that was great do you think all of the uh sous chefs and everything knew that this was this was their last meal as well yes yeah yeah you, you you saw them like crying and stuff in certain parts oh really i didn't even know like that. i mean if not what i mean how else would i mean if you didn't know what was going on how would you have reacted to seeing one of your coworkers shoot themselves in the face yeah that was shocking that <laughs> was a shocking moment i thought that, yeah. at that okay so i don't like midsummer but i <laughs> love the shock factor to it the first right. time watching it that's what that felt like mm. Because the hour mark of Midsummer, the old couple jumps off the cliff. Yeah. This part right here is just like, this is the part where I'm like, he shoots himself. I'm like, did that really just happen? I thought it was. I thought it was interesting how many people uh, thought it was still like you know just a part of the show. Uh-huh. <laughs> like they were like, oh okay, like I guess that's going on right now, and they just kept eating. I'm like, that seems that seems a little random and weird. I thought but, uh, it was so funny. Tyler did not even pay any attention. He just kept, kept eating. eating. <laughs> oh, well. Zach, welcome to the show, buddy. <laughs> hey, what's going on? Sorry, guys. Uh, overslept a little bit. Uh, missed my alarm. So what's going on, everyone? What's up, man? We are, we are talking about the first course, the second course, where um, that one chef shoots himself in the face, and that's where we are now. Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> what, the with a sous chef. Yes. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. That. Uh. <laughs> I knew immediately. I didn't know. I thought they were gonna kill him. And that's that what I thought too. Yeah. 
I thought like they were gonna kill. Him. I didn't realize they were going to. He was gonna shoot himself. So. Yeah, I was definitely that was shocking. A shocking <laughs> moment. I thought. That was a. Uh, that was great. <laughs> but the one thing I was like a little confused about. This is where where the movie sort of uh went in the direction where I, I kind of fell off about it is like he tells her he tells um uh margo that they're all dying tonight like you know what i'm saying and and that's the plan is that they're all gonna kill themselves and i just thought that was well, i was like okay you know that can be your premise you know um but you know that's where i figured like we are gonna veer off of this course at some point right maybe like some some of the um the chefs are will bail out at the last minute or or you know some of the guests will will escape that that's sort of what i what i was getting at and then no it like i said it goes in a very straightforward way he tells her this is what's going to happen and this happens and i was like okay i was like to me i just thought it was a little weird that all of the chefs were on board <laughs> like i was just like it's like really like i, I mean you know I know the do anything for chef mentality in in fine dining, but I think when you say, hey, we're killing ourselves tonight, that's the day, you know, I call in sick. You know what I'm saying? Like it just doesn't seem like like the 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 day to be like, yeah, absolutely. I don't know. Like, and that was to me the one thing I was like, you know, if you're going to have this story where you have multiple people committing suicide with you, I would have liked to know more about those characters and i feel like we didn't get enough of the 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 staff uh beliefs and all of that or it just seemed weird that they all shared the same belief as as the chef yeah i mean like i said i would have preferred a, a little more of a triumphant <laughs> ending a different ending but it's very cynical so if you like cynical yeah uh, I, a... I, I like i mentioned earlier i was happy with the the unsatisfying ending of it all <laughs> And I'll get to that in a second, but we co- we completely forgot to skip past the Taco Night. Oh, serving. Oh, Taco oh. Night with the was... tortillas. Oh, yeah. that was awesome. brilliant. I that love was Taco great. Night. Yeah. <laughs> that was it, what I loved most about that is they're all looking at their tortillas. They're like, "Oh, <laughs> what is this? Oh, it's embezzlement checks for fake write-offs." <laughs> I'm like, "Oh my god!" And then they have Tyler him taking the phone. The pictures on his phone. That was great. Yeah, it, it was, it was good. It was a good subversion uh tactic. As I was like, um, because like each person got something different, and it was all about like them personally. Uh, wait, did uh did did Margot get anything? I feel like she didn't get any. I don't think they showed us anything for her. Right, because they because they thought she was gonna be somebody else. Mm-hmm. Right. But I I, lo- I also love how like they gave the husband like him on a date with with Margot right and we didn't know that at the time because we still didn't know she was an escort service at the time but um between that the embezzlement checks I mean I feel so bad for for movie star um because his name he's credited as movie star in this uh, John Leguizamo. John Leguizamo, yeah, yeah, and it's so funny. He just sees the poster of him in that movie, right? And we don't find out why it's he's on that until later on in the film, and I'll, <laughs> we'll get to that when we get to it. But man, that I was so I was like, okay, what what's going on here? 
that was like it just goes back to one of my first points like there were so many great quotes and lines from this movie like when he reveals like why he's like why the picture of of him being on the on the poster what was it calling daddy or dr sunshine or something, something yeah like that. yeah dr sunshine yeah it's just like that's hilarious and like his reasoning for it like you ruined my one day off like really <laughs> like, like like that that's it like that's that's hilarious um yeah like i love john leguizamo like and i i thought his character was great but i would have loved to have a little bit more time with him because i think he's just a phenomenal actor great comedian great comedic timing uh yeah, he needed a little bit more screen time for me. Well, I- the only thing, though, is if they had fleshed out all of these characters even more, that would have made the the ending even more kind of devastating, <laughs> which, exactly. I mean, there's they still want it to be a fun experience. They want it right. to be... Uh, so I can kind of understand why they kept things a little service level because otherwise it's harder to have fun. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. And it... it and I think that that's been the consensus through a lot of the reviews I read is that it was it was mostly just a fun time. It was a fun movie, and yeah. you could you could laugh about it. But I feel like yeah, there if you wanted deeper character study, like this might this might have amped, amped up the cynicalism, like like the cynicism just a bit much. Like yeah, maybe Phoenix. maybe I like that too much. Yeah, <laughs> Phoenix, did you see who played Dave? Dave, who was Dave? the you know the the principal from high school musical the musical the series no <laughs> remember the the guy who gets with uh miss jen oh yeah <laughs> i did not put two and two together until i looked at the cast and like That's oh my god i totally forgot about that yeah i was like i knew i recognized him from somewhere but i couldn't couldn't pinpoint uh where i knew him from so yeah okay Nice little high school musical tie-in, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Had to pull that up. <laughs> um, so uh, Zach, anything you want us to say about the the? I mean, uh, I don't know what all you guys discussed before I came in. Um, I really like the part with the bread. I don't know if you guys already <laughs> talked about that. A little bit, the breadless bread. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was. Uh, I really enjoyed that. I thought it was very comical the way they did that. Like they're so high up and rich they you know they it is beneath them mm. um i thought that was really great i i felt like it was just so funny to see like they believe that they're above bread because it you know it's a peasant's food so mm-hmm. um i really did enjoy that uh, i thought this whole movie was so comical um and great metaphors i i love this whole movie to be honest i thought I, yeah I thought it I was, was pretty like, happy with it. So yeah, I thought it. I thought it had some great comic moments, and like the comic moments really helped the the tension. Like for me, like I didn't even realize it, but like I was kind of like curled up in my seat, like like as I was watching it. But it was like it was like for different reasons. So sometimes I'd be curled up laughing, and other times I'd be curled up cringing because I'm like, oh my god, what's happening? Like oh, this is so much, and like, but then it would be like really great like breaks of humor which i thought were just hilarious um so there was there was great stuff throughout it um well the the, uh i forget what it was that he served her the food critic though with a broken uh yeah like the the broken emolument yeah 
That was great. And I also um, really enjoyed the part where he's talking about his stepdad or his dad. Sorry, not stepdad, but his dad. And he's like talking about stabbing him in the thigh and they actually stab a piece of chicken in like thigh. That that was hilarious. Yeah. And um, <laughs> then did you guys already talk about the man's folly? I don't think so. No, no, we didn't. Okay, yeah. The, the what? Man's folly. It's uh the moment where the female chef uh tells everyone what uh uh chef uh tried to do to her, and she explains what the the man's folly uh uh dish is is about. Hmm. I like the uh, ending of that where they serve him like a golden egg and it's like, oh, here's what you get for being the last one caught. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was great because it was just like, it's, it's moments of like genuine service mixed with terror. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like, it's like, hey, here's a nice dish for, you know, sticking yeah. it out. <laughs> like, like... <laughs> you, you never expect to see the chefs like who are preparing food going a full on sprint trying to track you down. Yeah, I thought that was great though. Like to me, um, I love Anya Taylor Joy. I really do. She's a great actress, and I've enjoyed most of her roles that I've seen her in. Um, to me, the only reason that I like this role is because it's Anya Taylor Joy. Like, like, like. There's nothing really stand out about her performance about this particular role i think she does it fine um but yeah like the only reason i cared about this particular character was because it was played by anya taylor joy um i don't know i think i i mean it's hard to say because we get we got her so it's hard to say how (laughs) another actress would do but she's a really important character because she comes in with this totally different perspective and the fact that she's even there uh, throws the chef off because all of a sudden now he's conflicted about what he's doing because there's this innocent person not that the other people deserve to die <laughs> but uh, but she especially doesn't deserve uh, that it's not somebody that he could kind of rationalize and so then you see him kind of trying to get to you know he says what team are you on ours, ours or theirs and, and so he's, he's trying to figure out uh whether he should show mercy which he ends up doing uh on her uh because she's the one that's not guilty in, in his eyes yeah that's fair <laughs> so i think it's it's really an important character definitely definitely an important character i just i was like anya taylor joy is is great but like I don't feel like this is like a performance. This is this is just Anya Taylor Joy. <laughs> like it could have just been that. But again, like I thought she was fantastic. Um, well, I mean, the great actors are the ones that make it feel yeah. seamless. Yeah, <laughs> they make it feel like oh, I'm not making an effort at all when it actually it is like a huge effort. And right. uh, and it's just because somebody's in sort of modern, you know, modern setting, modern garb, modern uh, costuming, everything like that doesn't mean that taking on the role is is isn't a big effort oh yeah and she does a great job with it 
Uh, there is one scene though that I think is weird, which is the the fight scene that she has with uh Hong 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 Chao. Mm-hmm. Um, because I'm like, it does seem a little illogical, like especially if you're like, hey, um, you've all agreed to 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 commit suicide tonight. Like, why does it why does it necessarily matter if you're being replaced? Like, like doesn't really matter. Like, I mean, if that's her thought process is that you know she's gonna be replaced by Anya Taylor Joy. I was just like, well, why why does it matter? You all you all are committing suicide. So I just thought that was weird for them to have that fight scene there. But you know how, how I view it is her she among literally everybody else in this film are letting their egos get to them. Mm. It's just like I don't even think she decided. I don't even think she had in her mind. Hey, I'm gonna die tonight. She's like her main thought process was, oh my gosh, am I getting replaced by this girl I just met? Yep, I mean, but even if you are, it, does, it doesn't matter. Like, you know what I'm saying? You got two hours to live. I don't know. It just thought it was weird. Oh, maybe she just wanted to be, like, the chef's best till the very end. Like, she was yeah. so nice about that, you know. Um, yeah. I love some of her lines, too. Like, when when they asked her if they could uh, send stuff back, and she just goes, no. no. And you know yeah. what? <laughs> I I love that because, like, as, like, working in fine dining what you're told is that you're not allowed to tell the guests no and so like that power being able to be like oh no <laughs> like like you don't get what you want and I, I loved their response like what do you mean like you know what I'm saying we're always you know like we're the customer we get what we want and she's like no you don't get it like <laughs> it's just like what I, was it she said to him she was like you'll you'll, you'll eat, get yeah you'll eat, you'll, you'll, eat, get, you'll eat more than you deserve what is it you'll eat what less than you desire and more than you deserve yeah you deserve yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah that fantastic. was great fantastic one yeah uh and then i really liked the end towards the end with uh tyler where he's making the dish uh, <laughs> I, I love i love the fact that they gave it like a, the title of his dish and yeah. like, everything he oh did yeah great those subtitles, those captions were pretty funny. <laughs> they were great. Like, and like, because they're like, for the other ones, they're like really explaining like, oh, this is what goes into this dish and all of that is very elegant. And then you see like Tyler's dish and they're like, yeah, this is all wrong. Tyler's <laughs> bullshit. Yeah. Right. And I thought it was, I thought it was interesting for him to be like the foodie of, you know, the bunch, the, the foodie nerd that he didn't know how to cook. Like, like, what? I was just like, that was hilarious and like but upsetting. it's also like cooking under extremely <laughs> circumstances so Absolutely. i don't know <laughs> <laughs> oh man but no that was great and he served like undercooked lamb or something i was like yeah oh yeah. what are you doing like at least finish the lamb like like i was worried they were gonna serve that to the guests like like, like you gotta my- eat tyler's trash too like oh that would have been terrible my favorite part when he was like Oh, this is actually quite, quite bad. And then, they, and then they, then they, then they do a pan over shot of the food, and they describe what it is. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> yeah, but there were some just there were some great moments uh, in this script. Uh, I think that uh, Ray Fiennes in particular just he really shined. He really shined in in a lot of these moments. I agree. Yeah. I also like the fake Coast Guard. 
Oh yeah. When he comes in, when he comes in and he writes on a piece of paper, save us, and they think like they're gonna get help, and it's really just another kitchen staff member. Like <laughs> very well played. Incredibly well played. Man, there's just uh, something that I do like like I mentioned earlier, I wanted you to quote me on this, Phoenix. Here's why I say that you you start off with a really bad appetite. You're starving when you see this food. And then and then you lose your appetite because you see what it represents. And then you get your appetite back when she asks for the cheeseburger. <laughs> that cheeseburger. Oh, I'm not kidding. So I got a cheeseburger delicious. right after that movie. Yeah, I was like, I was like, man, that really makes me want a cheeseburger. I went to McDonald's and got a cheeseburger. That's terrible. <laughs> I did not have a cheeseburger. I, I, I yeah, I like that. That was now like I how want she got one. out of it was reminding the chef like of his roots and yeah. his happiest time in his life. Mm-hmm. And but I think yeah. it worked perfectly. She was like, "Can I get it to go?" And then yeah. he lets her leave. That was she pays for the burger and leaves. Right. Yeah, and, I think I would have liked I again, this is just my personality, but sort of that speech to to either make him change his mind or give like some kind of an out so that I know the ending was just super dark. Very yeah. dark. I think it would have worked too, like if if you know she could have done something to save yeah. you know like, the other people. That that making that burger kind of made him snap out of it right and decide not to do what he did Mm -hmm. i i love the part where he's explaining this more he's like this is the worst thing ever for a palette ever created by a human being i'll never (laughs) eat a s'more uh the same way again it was i i'm not gonna lie i love that scene i don't know why it's so dark but it's just like I love the design that they put around the floor and everything to like spread the graham crackers. It was just, it was, it was beautiful. I'm sorry. It was great. Like it was, it was a great design for everything. Wrapping everybody in marshmallows with a chocolate cone on there. Oh, <laughs> oh, it's, it's dark. It's so dark, but it, it worked. It was really, it was really great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I really liked, um, uh... The the girl who was with the movie I forget the movie star's name and the it's literally um, just listed it's just called star. movie star <laughs> yeah Amy Carrero she's she's good they are yeah she, with yeah, she was hilarious so I I thought she was like well why am I here and he's <laughs> like what school did you go to and she tells me he goes sorry you're dying tonight yeah <laughs> <laughs> I just I and like I'm glad. Cause I I was a little bit downer on the movie uh, when we started, but I'm actually I'm actually come up on it a little bit because I really understand Ralph Fiennes' character uh, a, a great deal. Like I thought a lot of his decisions were a little irrational, but now I see what exactly he was getting at, which is that his apathy towards this elitist uh, group that he had cultivated. He really grew disdainful of and and resentful of and i just and i think maybe he took it to the extreme (laughs) well obviously he's like a madman so of course he's irrational but anyone who's a chef is also a madman like if you know like that level of detail and and sophistication that you have to have to create those dishes those people are insane so like Mm -hmm. so yeah like 
maybe it was it was the perfect logical step for him. Like, you know what would be great? I'm gonna kill all the guests. <laughs> like, like, it reminds me of like a twisted Gordon Ramsay. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you mean but, like, he just reminds you of a little, a little more calm, but. Uh, <laughs> But no, I mean, I, I get it because, you know, he goes, there was one point um, where he asked one of the guests, what did I serve you? And oh, yeah. He's like, what have I served you in 11 times? The guy can't name anything. And there are all these super intricate dishes he put, he's put so much meaning into right. and thought behind. And the guy, I can't remember any of them. And, you know, to move this high up in your career and to... Uh, not be noticed by people and you're doing more than you know you're like one of the best chefs in the world or in his mind he is the best chef in the world right mm-hmm. like to get, achieve that level of success and still have people deny you like I can imagine after putting in all that hard work the amount of criticism you still get like that can be like self-destructive like you know what I mean yeah. and so I really did appreciate that um although it was cynical like i wouldn't ever say that what he did was okay but i understood the place he was coming from and why he felt like he needed to do that even though i don't necessarily agree with it so what um, i loved about him calling go ahead i thought i thought personally for me like i really did love this movie like um and even just a short time i've been talking about i'm thinking about coming up on it a bit too and i already loved it Um, (laughs) So it was, I thought all the metaphors in this movie were so great. And the bigger message of the movie was really great. Um, I was okay with the ending. Um, I'm kind of a cynical person though sometimes. So um, I was okay with it. I was the one guy who said, I felt like that uh, Maverick should have been killed in Top Gun Maverick if he's not going to play that character again. So uh, yeah, I was okay with the ending. I thought, you know, it was like he let her go because of, you know, she was the one person who could remind him of when he was happiest. But he's still at the point where he's gone too far to go back. Mm-hmm. So I understood why it, why it happened still. And I really did appreciate the end credit, like the end scene where she's just sitting on the boat eating the cheeseburger, watching it go up in flames, you know? Mm-hmm. One thing I loved is um, back up a little bit before, but like you mentioned about like him asking the guy, he's like, what did you eat? And out of the 11 times you've been here, it's because they're, they're not though, because they aren't going there to enjoy the food. He's going there because he's rich and he can afford it. Mm-hmm. He doesn't care about the food. Like that's, that's where, that's where I'm coming from as far as like, Oh my God. Okay. I can understand where he is coming from. Yeah. That level of, like I said, that level of obsession over trying to create, uh, craft like some of the best, most satisfying dishes. You you see a guest eleven times. You think that they have a great appreciation for what you do, and he, here they are. They can't name a single dish mm-hmm. that that you serve them, and like that's 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 kind of devastating. Like imagine, like you take that out. And, and like put it in any crap, put it in movies. Let's say somebody saw 11 of your movies, but they don't remember any of them. They don't uh-huh. remember any of your performances. That would just sting, you know what I'm saying? Like that would just be like the worst. So like, I I, I totally get where he can, where he's coming from. And like, like I said, definitely extreme. 
Well, I mean, I think that interesting villains are usually ones that take uh, that that we have we understand their motivations, but then they take it to this super dark place, and that's yeah. obviously what he does because there's obviously no uh, excusing, <laughs> you know, he's a, a sociopath. Right. There's there's no excusing that, but uh, but uh, but you can understand those base motivations, and then then it's taken to a dark place. You know what? I will say there's one thing that could have made this movie better, just slightly better. If it were a musical. No. <laughs> no. Were, yes. No. If it were a musical, it would have been perfect. <laughs> Absolutely <Yes>. perfect. <laughs> see, see, Phoenix would say that about any movie. See, yes. Phoenix would be like, Endgame was yeah. good, but, but if it better. were a musical. Yeah. Well, I mean, Hawkeye proved that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All they needed. Rogers the musical. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it was a nice little Yeah, I number. do agree. The most yeah. things are better in musical form. I will agree with you there. <laughs> <laughs> like this would be this, this would be a five-star <laughs> musical right here. <laughs> yeah. All right. So uh let's go ahead and wrap it up. Final ratings. Uh Brandon, what are you giving the menu? Man, I'm gonna go with a solid four and a half stars. Um I went with this movie not expecting much, and I came out just like wow this film's really good it had an abrupt ending which i liked and it worked um i think the like i mentioned earlier the pacing was great well uh acting was well delivered and yeah i really liked the writing in this so definitely a solid four and a half for me wow uh rachel what about you so i'd give it four out of five uh i i gave it a seven out of ten on ron tomatoes uh, and on my review, uh, but I, I, it's been one of those movies that's kind of stayed with me and I've thought a lot about, and uh, it's that has to count for something. So I'm going to bump it a little bit to a four out of five. Nice. Zach, where are you at? Um, I was at a four, but after even talking about it just shortly, I think I'm, I'm up to four and a half out of five. Uh, I really did enjoy this movie. My only complaint, the reason I was at a four before is because of the trailers. The trailers spoiled a lot, and I just feel like it would have been better if I hadn't seen the trailers. Nice. Like if I got in a blind to this. So, um, I was, I'm not gonna lie, I came in here I, uh, ready to give this movie like a three. Like, that's like, it was, was kind of just like the, the straightforward nature of it really kind of turned me off. But after talking about it, I'm, I've, I'm really thrilled with it so i'm going four stars as well um i i just enjoyed this movie i thought it the 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 concept and the uh the meaning behind it was stronger than i think the overall execution but i think it did it did some things really really well and like i said the 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 lines in it the dialogue in it was just fantastic so there's a lot to take away from this film so four stars for me and rachel four and a half from brandon and zach what did you guys think of the menu? Let us know on Twitter and Instagram at FilmCoPod. And we are going to move on now to what's good. What's good, what's good, what's good. What's good, what's good, what's good. So, Brandon, you've had a fun week. What would you recommend? I have had a fun week, actually. Um, let me pull up my diary. Looked what I watched. I watched Weird, the Al Yankovic story. <laughs> Man, okay, so 
you know how like every celebrity nowadays has a biopic made for them. Mm-hmm. And you know how Weird Al Yankovic does parodies for movies, or not mm. movies, songs. Right. This was a parody for biopics, and I loved it. Nice. Are you serious? I have to see this now. Dude, it's so funny. <laughs> it is such a funny movie. Uh, Daniel Radcliffe delivers a fantastic performance. And um, I, you, you like, I, I, I went with a three and a half stars because I mean, pacing was off at times, but it's still a really funny movie. And you, you almost forget Daniel Radcliffe's actually British. So, nice. yes. All right, Zach, what do you recommend? Okay, so I've seen a few different things recently. Um, Phoenix, I believe, aren't we? Are we talking about? She said next week. Uh, probably not. <laughs> okay. Well, then I'll recommend She Said. Uh, I really enjoyed it. Phoenix will talk about that after because I'm really curious to hear your thoughts on it. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, She Said I thought was really well done. It it had a really great message and I thoroughly enjoyed the movie. And I'm actually surprised a lot of people have not gone to see it. Um, So if you haven't seen it, go check out She Said. That was it's really great. It's out in theaters right now. So. Uh, it's about the story behind um, and basically imprisoning Harvey Weinstein and what those reporters went through. So check it out. All right. Rachel, do you have anything you want to recommend? Yeah, a couple things. Uh, we have Gilmore del Toro's Pinocchio. If you can see it when it's in the theaters, I highly recommend it. Absolutely beautiful animation. Some of the most astonishing stop motion I've ever seen. And it does get kind of bogged down in, in sort of Pinocchio goes to war in the middle part of it. Uh, yeah. But uh, but other than that, it's a totally unique, fresh take on the story. Very different than the Disney classic and certainly better than the atrocious <laughs> remake from this year that I hated so much. Yeah. Um, and uh, so this is a, a nice breath, breath of fresh air after that. Uh, it, it it explores a lot of deep themes of religion, of war, of uh, humanity and what makes us human and and uh, and all of that. Uh, so it takes on a lot. And I think for the most part, it does a really great job with it. And so I, I definitely recommend it. Uh, also, I really enjoyed Spirited with Ryan Reynolds and Will Ferrell, uh, Pascal Paul songs. And that'll be kind of the linchpin on this one is if you if you didn't like La La Land or The Greatest Showman or Dear Evan Hansen, if, if you're not into any of that, you won't like this movie. I mean, it is very song heavy, very choreography heavy, but I had a, a blast with it because I like all of those things and I like Pasek and Paul's songs. Uh, and, you know, Will Ferrell and Ryan Reynolds have great chemistry and it's just like a fun uh, take on the you know classic story. Wait a second, Pasek and Paul did the music for that? Yes. Oh, it's over. Yeah, definitely watch it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. And uh, that'll be on Apple Plus uh, starting uh, on the 18th. All right. Um. So for me, I'm going to recommend a movie that Zach actually suggested to me, which is a movie called Argentina 1985. Um. It was uh, fantastic. Uh, again, like sort of like she said, there's a uh, instead of journalism, it's more like uh, court cases but it's about Argentina's independence and you know how they actually punished their previous government for crimes against its citizens. Uh, very good film, really, really strong writing, really strong uh, performances. 
powerful testimonies. I thought it all came together very well. Uh, if you're a fan of, of court movies, sort of like that, um, it reminded me a lot of a uh, Trial of the Chicago 7, which is a movie I absolutely loved. Um, so if you're into those movies, I would highly recommend Argentina 1985. It's on Amazon Prime. Give it a give it a, a chance. It is Argentina selection for uh, the Oscars this year. So um, if you get around to it, that's what I would recommend. So you have Argentina 1985. She said Weird Al Yankovic and Spirited or uh, Pinocchio. Those are all great choices. Uh, let us know what you guys thought. And that's been what's good from us here at Film Code. Okay. <laughs> Now it is time for my favorite time of the day. It is time to play film. You are now film code. Start program. It was my code word this week. I'm very excited. Uh, just a quick rundown. As of right now, Brandon is, of course, leading with 12 points on the season. I am right behind him, however, with nine. Uh, our guest list has creeped up to seven. And Zach is right behind with six. So, yeah, it's going to be a fun time. So uh, now that we know where everyone is, the code word this week was dance. And our movie was from 2000 to 2005 uh your clues are that both lead and supporting actresses are oscar winners and despite long careers the director and composer have only worked together on one other film so zach you are currently at the bottom of our leaderboard which means you go first what is your guess for the code word i'm you know phoenix i'm uh i'm gonna ignore the Okay, I, I I do want to say I did spend time looking for this, and I uh, was not very successful, so I'm just going to pick a dance movie from the early 2000s and go with it. All right. Um, I'm <laughs> picking You Got Served from 2004. I know it's not right, but I don't know what else to say, so oh, I'll was... at least get two of the, uh, uh, yeah. That was a great choice. Rachel, what do you have for the cohort? Well, the only part of that I couldn't figure out was the uh, the only worked with each other once. So mm -hmm. I I don't know if uh, this is it, but my guess was uh, Chicago. Nice the dance uh, dance movie two thousand two. It's got Catherine Zeta Jones and Renee Zellweger, both Oscar. And I don't know if Rob Marshall and Danny Elfman and or the other musical music writers have worked together any more than once i i couldn't i didn't have time to dig around on that one but that was my best guess good guess and i do love that movie <laughs> all right brandon what is your guess you are the you leader and your, you and your damn musicals i'm actually i actually <laughs> i also stumbled upon chicago um i was gonna go with i was thinking rent but that doesn't have anything to do with dancing does it <laughs> no i mean unless There's... you count and mimi she's the only no, one that dances or Tango Marine? <laughs> if it ends up being Rent, I'm going to be pissed. Because that also has two Oscar winners. It does. 
crap. Now I'm conflicted. <laughs> Damn it, Phoenix. You know I love musicals. <laughs> is that I'm, is... I'm still going with Chicago because Jonathan Larson wrote and composed Rent. Mm. So I'm gonna I'm right. gonna go with uh, Chicago. Okay. Well, great choices, and I'm so glad that you're all wrong. <laughs> so we are taking double points this season, so I will take those two points. I appreciate all of you guys. And by the way, this is going to be hilarious to reveal, but your movie, uh, your actual co-word is uh, the two, the director and composer who have worked together on only one film is the director, Nancy Myers, and composer Alan Silvestri, who've only worked together on one other film, which is uh uh where is it nancy myers made a dance movie not necessarily (laughs) your two actors uh actresses who are oscar winners is marissa tomei and helen hunt and your movie is from 2000 itself and it is what women want starring oh, Mel I hate Gibson. That movie. <laughs> how's that a dance movie that's not it's a dance not, movie but it has a scene in it where he sings i won't dance don't ask me i won't oh, dance. that's a reach that's so lame oh, that's a terrible it's, clue it's actually one of my favorite movies of all time i love what women want oh. i absolutely adore this movie i love nancy myers and we could have a fight about that movie. I do not like it at all. <laughs> Alice Vestry is one of my favorite composers. I adore this movie. I've I've watched it 10 million times. I don't know. I just, I love it. I don't know why. I love Helen Hunt. I think she's great in the role. Mel Gibson is hilarious. It's totally, a, 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 I, people hate it. I don't get it, but I love it. I love this movie. So well, that it's, was... <laughs> because it's very, it's not what women want. And I it's know. very, it's, 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 it's discussion on uh, supposed insight into the female psyche is total oh, hogwash. Crap. Yeah, of course. <laughs> but sometimes you need a little trashy movie to get you through the day. And this is no. one of my favorites. I can't excuse it. <laughs> it, is, it is no good. <laughs> so there you have it. What Women Want is your code word this week. Thank you guys Dance. for playing. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I appreciate it. And I'll take those two points and I am... Uh, just a step away from beating Brandon on the season, which yeah, I sure you are. I, sure I you can't are. wait. All right. So we're going to get up out of here, guys. We got to thank our guest, Rachel. Thank you so much for coming on and joining us. We appreciate it so much. Let everybody know where they can find you. Hey, you can find me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Ron Tomatoes. And also you can find me at the Hallmarkies podcast. We're covering all things Christmas right now. So if, if you want to know, uh, if you want a recap or a review of anything holiday related, then you definitely want to make sure to check out the podcast. And we've got tons of fun interviews and other stuff going on over there. So uh, I'm really proud of it. Please take a look. Absolutely. And Zach, let everybody know where they can find you, sir. You guys can find me on Twitter at Zach Sneath. That is Z-A-C-H-S-N-E-A-T-H. And you guys can also find me on Letterboxd at Z Sneaks. All right. And Brandon. Since you are so close to losing your lead. You shut your mouth. (laughs) Where can people find you, sir? You guys can find me at F-A-N-T-A-S-M-I-C.
ears over on Letterboxd. Go check out what I'm watching. Go check out what I'm reviewing. And yeah, thank you guys again for listening. Thank you. And you guys can find me on Twitter at IMHOReviews1. That's the number one. And on Letterboxd under PA Cloudin. And as always, guys, please follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Pod. And we will see you guys next week. We are out of here. <laughs>